Hey Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new special Geekscape. I'm here with Ian Kerner and we're going to be breaking down The Defenders on Netflix. I know it's a few days late, I wanted to get this to you guys earlier in this week, but whatever, it's evergreen. This is a binge-viewed show, so it doesn't matter. You might be listening to this after you watch the show and it's been out a month, a year. Maybe you haven't even started, as of the recording of this show, watching the Marvel Netflix shows and you're getting into it now, which is great. I just spent the entire week at... Uh, podcast movement. I'll be telling you guys about that on the show this week because uh, I don't know. I'm really excited about a lot of the podcasting stuff. It's definitely made me uh, want to think about how we're going to approach some of these specials more with Ian. Maybe figure out a way for Ian to be more active with Geekscape because he's such a resource for us. And I know you guys enjoy it. So saying that, uh, I don't want to delay. I want to take few brief seconds just to say lootcrate.com slash geekscape lootcrate still a great sponsor if you guys are friends with us on facebook you get to see my unboxing videos where i get to open all the loot crate boxes and give you guys most of the stuff that comes in the box so go to lootcrate.com slash geekscape check out all the boxes that they've got for subscription use geekscape as the promo code on your checkout and you get a discount uh if you guys want to see what's in the box What's in the What's box? In the box? <laughs> Go ahead and, and uh, become our friends on Facebook, uh, either on the Facebook group or the great or the Facebook page, like the club. Uh, I the the Facebook group uh, is like the Geekscape uh, releases, announcements, articles, and then the Facebook uh, club page is your page. It's it's called Geekscape Forever, and it's for you guys to share your photos, share news stories, and talk amongst yourselves. Uh, and I coffee talk. Yeah, I started that up. Really started focusing it today while I was at podcast movement. I started thinking, okay, what are the things that I have here at Geekscape that I can do better? Uh, not just for me, but for you guys. So that being said, it's been delayed enough. Ian and I watched these episodes last weekend. Uh, weekend? And, I was on Friday, dude. Uh, yeah, no, I was joking with Justin. It's only eight episodes. I know, it is only eight episodes, and I was done Saturday. I think you're proud of me for I it. I was, I was. Um, and let's get to I it. I thought we were going to do it right away. It just I know. didn't work out. I, it did not work out, but we are here now, Geekscape. So if you have not watched The Defenders on Netflix, you probably do not want to continue listening. We are going to go straight up spoilerific on this. If you have watched, well... You're in the right place because Ian's going to explain everything, and I'm going to kind of just sit around for the ride. Just kidding. Uh, let me think of where to start. Uh, let's start with all the threads from the multiple seasons of the Netflix yeah. characters I, I mean, and how they let how they led themselves to the Defenders. Okay, I mean, quick overview. I'll say that this was very good. I don't really have. I'm not upset with it. At all, but I will say that for me, there was such build up to this from the very beginning of the announcement of these shows, it was going to culminate here. I had very, very, very high expectations. It didn't quite meet my very, very high expectations. Uh-huh. Stepping back from that, it's very, it was very good. Well, well worth watching. Okay. But, but I, had, I had some disappointment in it. And, I'm, and we'll get into that. I'm thinking, just in the, if we're doing broad strokes, I'm thinking that your views might be. Towards the positive, as far as the majority goes. I think that people are not responding very well to this series. Okay. I was a little underwhelmed by it. Yeah. And um, I wanted a little bit more, especially towards the last half of the season, which we'll get into. Um, well, here's the bottom line. And it was all about Electra. I was like, you know, I just felt like it was a lot of it was retreading Daredevil mm-hmm. season two. And, and in that being said, I saw somebody 
post that The Defenders is really a Daredevil season 2.5, which I kind of agree with in a lot of ways. I agree with that in many ways, except that it's also very much an Iron Fist 2.5, and then the Jessica Jones and Luke Cage stuff is just a little bit. Right, and I think that's a great broad strokes look at all of it, is um, it is the culmination of a lot of stuff from Iron Fist, a lot of the stuff from the first two seasons of Daredevil, mm-hmm. uh, and some Jessica Jones and Luke uh, coming along my, for the ride. My only real issue with calling it a Daredevil season 2.5 is I think Foggy and Karen like were like props. Mm-hmm. Like there's barely, I mean, they're there just to go, oh, hi, remember us? And that's right. about it. They barely do anything. And you can say that, though, a bit about, you know, Hellcat and some of the other ancillary characters. Everybody but Night Nurse. And Night Misty. Nurse and Misty and, and, and Misty Colleen. And Colleen. So, so, so really, so, so I don't say that. Iron Fist yeah. 2.5. Right. More than Daredevil 2.5. Right. And, and here's the thing. And, and as, much Fist, as, as much as Misty was Luke Cage... It's set up that clearly Misty's going to fall into Iron Fist season two. Yeah, and, and you know what? Uh, we needed Iron Fist two, uh, season two, uh, season one point five, because of those four, I think of those four characters' treatments up to this point, I think it is a consensus that Iron Fist treatment was the weakest. Absolutely. And in in that, just starting off, we start with Iron Fist. Yes. We start with Iron Fist, and in those first one or two episodes. Really, up until the end of season uh, of episode two, where he has the heart to heart with Luke, uh, which just means so much for us fans who are here the heroes for hire fans. Um, I actually enjoyed how much they were focusing on Danny. I, you know, people are tired of people did not like Danny so much in Iron Fist. I thought that he was starting to get his due in those first two episodes. One of our friends' comments just watching the first episode was like, oh, already, like, you know, complaining about the acting, you know, on that, and... Are you throwing things at me, No, the phone was (laughs) vibrating. Anyway, um... I won't stand a chance if you start getting violent with me. (laughs) So anyway, was complaining about, about, you know, acting, but I agree with you. I think think it it came along. Um, Actually, in a very, in a quick throwaway line during The Defenders... They actually hit upon one of my hugest complaints with Iron Fist. You know, this is when, like, an old Marvel comic, there'd be an asterisk and would say the issue number to refer back to our previous podcast. Okay, but um, oh yeah, Geeks gave us there is an Iron Fist podcast <laughs> and a Luke Cage podcast and a Daredevil season one and two podcasts. There's podcasts. Don't think we ever did Jessica Jones. We can be accused of sexism right now, Ian. We didn't do Jessica Jones. I, I'm not sure, but I, no, I think we did. I think we've okay. done all the Marvel. Movies. Okay. Um, Anyway, the, the point I was, I was referencing was I was really frustrated. They never really addressed the fact, why the hell did he leave Kanlan? I thought it was something that was very weak. Like, like give us a motivation. Why did he go to New York now? If he'd known the hand was there, you know, if it was about the company, something. But it really felt like it was lacking in that season, and there could have been a moment of exposition. And we got it in Defenders, where it's like, you know, you felt like you didn't belong, you had to get out of there, you know, like all of those things. Yes, why did he ever leave? Why did he leave? Alone? And yeah. here you do have the... It's being used as a tool against him. Yes. That you never belonged in Kunlun, and you under, and you start realizing that Madame Crane and those, uh, you know, you know uh, those characters, well, it's all Kunlun stuff. Right. It's all The whole Kunlun. thing is now all about Kunlun. Which is really cool. We, we expected because, that with Madame Gao. In, but Iron Fist needed that treatment. Iron Granted. Fist needed to be kind of boned I, up a bit. And, you know, it's funny because it's in, in a weird way, it's, I, I, I'm not even sure if this is whitewashing or not, but 
considering it's supposed to be like ancient Kanlan and they're supposed to be so old, found it a little bit odd. Like, oh, Sigourney Weaver was in Kanlan. I mean, Madame Gao, you know, sure. I mean, but like, like, yeah. Like, I was a little like, like, well, wh- I mean, what exactly is a background that she was in Kanlan, you know, centuries ago? But I also got the impression that around, see, around episode three or four when we were starting to discover who Alexandria is, all, and she's dealing she, with her. She, she's. Connor McLeod. Right, but but that not only was she that old... I'm saying, I mean, they fully lifted completely from Highlander with right. the whole comparing the signatures and all that. You didn't laugh? But but I think what you're talking about is with the... with the uh, Yes, I saw that. It was, it, was uh, a, it was a total lift from Highlander. Right. And But what I'm saying is uh, when, they're, when she's dealing with her cancer treatment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've really kind of gotten into the details, and we'll go back to the broad strokes, Keith Gibbs, but I got the, the gist when we were dealing with her cancer treatments that there were a few lines hinting that not only was she that old, she had changed form. She had changed body. I didn't, I never had a sense that, of changing that, body. That, that, that like, this was her last quote unquote reincarnation. No, 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 no. The idea, the idea is that. You're talking about reincarnation like they did to, 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 yeah. like they did to Electra. Yes. So she looks like Sigourney Weaver. Exactly. In she just, it, it's the, the whole thing was whatever goes into the into the the okay. womb, the you know right. the thing. They have to have this element that they have in Kunlun, and they've run out. They use the last of it because they say throughout it for all of them. Yeah, you've died, you've come back because it, it's and and now I'm going to really get into it because I really felt that so much of what I saw in this was stealing from Batman. It was really, really the Lazarus frustrating. Pit. Yeah. The Lazarus Pit? Um, at, at, not to jump all the way to the end, but I was literally, when, they, when the building came down, and I was like, oh, is there a pool of Dionysium in there? Right. From Snyder's recent run? And apparently the Hand is the League of Assassins, and they've been every you know, disaster throughout history has been the Hand. I mean, yeah. that's... If, yeah, it, it feels very gross. I mean, or all Raish, of it. Raish Agul, or however you want to pronounce it, right? We've talked about how they address it's the Rosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like the other But anyway, okay. So let, let's talk about the big strokes because I think a lot of the the villain motivations and the urgency for the villains' motivations is why I got a sense that the last four episodes started to get a little watered down. Uh, the first four episodes, I was there. I was into it. Me I, too. I liked the separate. Treatment of each character, especially Danny. I feel mm-hmm. I, I was very thankful that Danny was getting, uh, you know, some screen time and getting better material, uh, or at least some sense of urgency towards a mission. And, and it, he had a very clear mission. It starts with him, and it said, "Why did you leave New York? The hand is in New York. Go back to New York." He goes and back to New York. Sense. We have a great scene in the plane where mm-hmm. he's looking in the mirror and he starts having nightmares about having failed Kunlun yep. and left the other monks to die, which was. Awesome, and we're really starting to get more Danny. Which, again, I'll say it again: we needed it. Uh, if, you, if it really was feeling like the Danny that we know from the comics, the Danny it, we wanted. Yes, exactly. And so, and, and so we had hints of it in Iron Fist, but here mm. we're getting it. Yeah. And you get Matt Murdock. We had no problems with Matt Murdock. We no, loved great. that guy in season one and two. Daredevil, fucking Luke rocks. Cage, getting out of prison. Awesome. Great. The, the moment when he just he snaps the cuffs. You know, snaps just, the cuffs. Yeah. The moment when he takes his first coffee break among seeing Rosario Dawson for the first time. Oh, that's awesome! It's fucking awesome! Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, and then, of course, we have Jessica. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in, in, in all these characters coming together, I love that they're all being treated uh, in this. You know, they're kind of sharing screen t- the same yeah. amount of screen time. I like that it's skewing towards Danny a little bit. 
I like that uh, Jessica is but, starting to do the but, uncovering uh, of this stuff. Yeah, I'm saying every single one of them had an arc in this series that advanced the plot line from their others. Like you really, you you really can't watch those individual shows and skip the Defenders. If you only yeah. watched one of them, you still had to watch Defenders if you're then going to go on to the next season of the, of the next show. Because this is where it was all headed. Yeah. This and, is and, where it was all headed. And something major happens for every one of them mm-hmm. over the course of these eight episodes. I mean, Jessica makes that transition to accepting, to you know, she's in business now, she's doing it. Right. You could maybe get away with, you know, the phone's ringing at the end of Jessica season one if you jump to season two. This is an interlude of sort of the same thing, so you're probably not completely lost. But Matt's character but, makes a huge well, Matt's change huge, in episode yeah. four. No, this is and definitely we'll, Daredevil we'll, season 2.5. And, we'll, and we'll, get it, we'll get to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get to that. But um, the whole time we're watching this in, in anticipation, and they're following the threads all towards the same middle, mm-hmm. and it all has to do with Alexandria in the, in the end of that second episode, or the first episode, having that quote-unquote earthquake that happens. Right. And there's, you know, it's a mysterious shake that really shakes Hell's Kitchen. Um, we know that Alexandria is the, the, one, the mysterious woman played by Sigourney Weaver who triggered it. We know it's the hand. Um, what was their plan, really, Ian? Like, having looking they back bu- at the They're busting episodes. through this wall. You know, they, they, they figure out they Which need they the key. Which they end up busting through in episode key. seven. Yeah, and the wall is, I mean, it's the skeleton of the dragon. So clearly from the dragon getting the substance. It's related to the whole thing of the Iron Fist and the She. Right. But, but the substance is what gives them the immortality. I mean, that, I, I was at the same struggle. Well, now they've run out of the substance, so they need to keep living. But is it just about getting more of it? Is, it that, is that what it is? It's, they had to get back to Kunlun because they were going to run out of whatever they, they stole when they left. You know, right. because I didn't really have a sense that it was about conquering Kunlun or anything like that. Oh, no, I mean, or destroying New York to destroy New York because they go right. away from that. They have and, and yet they reference that they've destroyed other places because, I mean, is it that... Places, you know, cities have gone corrupt. We don't really get that thing. It's not the full-on Batman Begins conversation of Ra's al Ghul that Gotham is this seedy pit and that it's needs time to be for destroyed. It to be, yeah. No. You know? It's yeah. not the Mal- Malthusian drill, if you will. I could have used a little bit more focus on the motivation of right. the hand. And that, and that ultimately is one of my biggest problems with it. I felt like, I mean, we knew, even in Iron Fist, you know, one of the complaints of Iron Fist is, they spent so much time in the hand, but then as soon as you, they got off Madame Gao and it became all about Bakuda, you know, it was, it was just this offshoot that wasn't going to matter because you knew they were going to do the hand here, you know? And ultimately, I was like, did, was the hand really given enough of, um, did we get enough perspective on the hand about motivation? And it doesn't feel cohesive. You know? d- d- yeah, exactly. And, um, and the word, co- I mean, for me, the word was cohesive that I'm like, okay, this amorphous group led by these separate parts, like the Wakudo's part. I mean, at least they, they did explain part. the origin. They said sure. it came from Kunlun, that, that they were kicked out. Okay. Sure, the hand was kicked out of Kunlun. Okay. We get it. They now want to live forever. They can't without accessing the resource in Kunlun. What we are saying here now, Ian, in the mm. podcast, is way clearer than it is ever expressed in yeah, this agree. series. And we needed the scene where it was kind of the Jurassic Park scene. We kind of needed the Jurassic Park scene where the little DNA guy pops out and tells you how the dinosaurs are made. Right. And we just needed the, the history of Kunlun in the hands. scene. Would have been great. Stick would have been a great way to deliver it. Frankly, a lot of exposition, you know. In a, I mean, I know what they would have done in the comics, and honestly, at the TV show, you did the same thing. Is Give us the fucking flashback. Just show us the flashback. You know, just give it to us. You can give us a, a badass old Iron Fist. Yeah. You can show us some cool shit. I mean, honestly, wasn't that one of the best scenes in, in the Iron Fist series was the old that Iron World War II video? Yeah, yeah, yeah or it was Randall. Awesome. Was absolutely. And, and, by the, and speaking of that, 
I was a little disappointed. I was noticed the color schemes coming from a. Yeah. A, a Dan, I love Danny the color is schemes. basically wearing the outfit without wearing the outfit. Yes. It's I the love, green and the yellow, the yellow sneakers. I love the color you know, scheme. That was show. awesome. But I honestly, I was hoping he'd, he'd pop the other fist. Yeah. I, I, the color schemes in the first two, one or two episodes before they all come together at the end of, season, of episode yeah. three. Loved the color schemes. Loved how Luke had his yellow color scheme, Daryl yes. had his red, and Jessica had her blue purple. It was awesome. And... Uh, and I love that they embraced that. Mm-hmm. I love that they, they were like, okay, like this is going to be very clearly separate in the first two episodes. I love that design. Um, with that level of attention to clarity, again, the narrative, you know, the, the, the narrative of the hand, we could have just used that little yeah. Jurassic Park DNA film. Where I, mean, says, I mean, even Bakudo, he was dead. Guess what? Well, no, I'm back because we're just supposed to accept that this is the thing because they do that. And yet they've just said we used the last of it on Electra, but, I mean, seemingly Iron Fist of Akuto dying was after that. Right. So I'm a, I was a little at a loss there. We're just supposed to accept it. Mm-hmm. You know? I understood why, because, you know, you do the five fingers, and they created the conflict with Iron Fist and Colleen and, they, and all of that. And it, it's a great payoff for, you know, Misty's sacrifice of the arm is a better sacrifice than if it had just been the bullet and, from and, Luke Cage. Yeah, and we all thought that the bullet from Luke Cage, right. when she gets shot in the arm, is like, oh, Missy's going to lose her arm, right. and then she's going to nah. have the cybernetic arm from the series, right. from the comics. And then when she loses her arm in this one, it's my favorite moment in episode it's fantastic. eight. In episode eight, that was one of the most redeeming moments. And, and you know what? I'll tell you from a production aspect, they did not shy away from a little bit of the gory camp aspect of it because yeah. it's just like well, so you have to do it when you cut off a your, limb. Yeah, it's in your face. Yeah. Cut I, off a limb. Look, it, it, it wasn't up. quite Holy Grail. No, but, but it was it was <laughs> it was almost Cantina in Star Wars yeah, level yeah. of like arm hitting the ground. It, it was like okay, that was that was about as trauma as you can get with this quality. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you know what? We fucking needed it. Yeah, because it's a huge moment. Yeah, absolutely. And, for me, it was it resonated bigger than anything in the, that eighth episode because that's her character. And yeah, we're, and, we're, and when Misty gets her, you know, gets gets access to Danny's resources from the hospital that he owns at the end of the episode, well, she's going to be ready to rock. So that I loved it. It was very in keeping with Iron Fist. The whole oh, you know, he has connections. He's like, yeah, he owns the hospital. It, it was it was a funny moment, right? I sort of wish, I get that they're holding it back, but, you know, we know this is the same world as the movies, and, you know, and those resources exist, but the fact that we don't see them, I would have honestly, I think I would have liked to have seen some concept of that introduced here. The cybernetic but, arm? But, but I get why they want to hold it. Yeah. It'll be an Iron Fist, you know? Season yeah. Two, I, think. I mean, but, yeah. it's, it's Bucky's arm. Yeah. On... Well, you, can, you can't yeah. say that because it's pre-Bucky. But yeah, in the sense of, of the movies, all that, yes. No, no, the, the technology exists. You just said that it's pre-Bucky. Tell me where in this lands with the Avengers movies and with like like Spider-Man and the stuff that's happening in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Where does the Netflix series... Because you just said this is pre-Bucky. Well, I, I, I was really thinking in terms of the comics of it, but as far as... Far as look. Well, oh, yeah, well, so the well, comics, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a, a bionic arm Bucky, before Bucky well, got his arm. Except technically not, because that's just it. Because he was Buck, the Winter Soldier. the Winter Soldier had it since the 50s, and right. it's just been improved. Right. So it's just about, from, but, from a conceptual point yeah, of view. Yeah, from the, from the comic yeah, book no, uh, no, I mean, as far as when this is, 
every indication's been that that these things are happening in real time. And look, we know Daredevil season one is a- after the incident, right? Like a while after. Yes. So this, yes. So it's as far as we're concerned, the vultures the, already tried to yeah. pulling his stuff across the street out. Yeah. There's no lodestone to say exactly when, but right. I would imagine that. This took place at the same time as Spider-Man: Homecoming took place. Right. You know, I mean, more or less. We we, we, we just don't have any indication. Um, which I mean, it would be nice to have it, but Marvel's you know the cinema side and the TV side are while there's acknowledgement of it, they don't work closely enough together. But my point is just that I would have liked to have seen a hint of the technology. Mm-hmm. You know, something. You know. Throw a little logo, something somewhere, but we don't have to have it now. It's enough right. to apply it, and that's the Easter egg, and that's right. all. That's all it is. We're gonna um, see. We are going to see her yes. with her arm. Yeah, clearly. Misty's gonna have the arm. Um, okay, so going back to those first couple episodes, um, which I was getting a lot of enjoyment about, and yeah. I, text- I mean, right, right away opens up, yeah. and there's Iron fighting the woman, and you know, my insight, I, I figured it was electric. Sure. You know, um, and she's trying to assassinate a man. Why? That's a good question. Other than that, you know, he seems to be have information on them. We don't. We never really find that out. Um, it's just that Danny's tracking him down to get information on the hand, and so obviously, and he's trying to, reason, and he's she's trying to yeah. kill him, and he's yeah. trying to protect um, him. You know, right away, and it's a bit inconsistent, and we'll talk about this, but. I don't really get why going through, you know, being in the process, she's superhuman when she came out. It's, it resurrected her. It, I don't see any reason why it should have done anything more than that. There's no indication that anyone else has gone through it, and they were more than just what they were. Now, comic-wise, Electra wasn't more, though Kariji mm-hmm. was more. Kariji is the guy who with the, who's, but, who has a, do the, doing the, the bear midway through? Which character was Kariji in this? Um, well... I'm saying in the comics, right. they did this idea that they had like, you know, 10 ninja died and gave their life force to, you know, to bring him back. And so he was super strong. Okay. You know, but... Is Kriji a character in this um, for eight I, episodes? I, I, no, no. Okay. Not, not in the eight. Um, what I'm saying is that... It's been done. It's been done. Yeah. But I was still a little like... I didn't quite see why as the black sky, she was necessarily so powerful having come back she had, I mean it's she, almost like she had that power before she died yeah. because they well, were she still didn't, but, but in, in Daredevil season 2 she is the goal and you know but, before but, she was but killed she's super strong in this like she's fighting yeah. Luke Cage and and this is where i have issues because it's in, 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 you have a scene where she's literally punching Luke Cage and hurting him and then you have a scene where she's punching Daredevil and he's not dead right okay so i'm going to sometimes she hits Daredevil when he flies across the room sometimes <laughs> right. he doesn't so i'm going to uh, this is what i thought when i'm watching that i'm 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 looking at her and she is an like an impact based fighter she knows where to hit them it, but in, in Luke is not a ninja. Luke does not have, know how to fight a ninja. Right. Luke does not know how to get hit by a ninja. So Luke is getting hit in those points where he is vulnerable. I know his, I, no, I know no, his no. skin is made of steel. Wait a second. I know the guy's uh, Iron badass. Fist is doing all those amazing strikes and they do nothing until he summons the fist. That's I, the problem. I do with that hear state. you. I do hear you. Okay. Okay. I'm hearing it. But Electra's a better fighter than Iron Fist. And you see it. You see them go hand to hand in this. And then Electra fighting Daredevil, it is that is starting to get matched. Well, I, I will. And, say, and Stick says it. Stick no, says no, no, Matt Murdock is the best yeah, fighter the best I've seen. Best natural fighter. Natural I've seen. seen. So yes. he is a better fighter than Iron Fist. Or, Iron Fist or just or had certainly the fucking Iron Fist. Right. Right. So I think 
she is better than Iron Fist, and she can fucking punch Luke Cage. Uh, there's no way that you look at that series and you don't you don't say that she that didn't have superhuman strength. I'm gonna give her some human superhuman strength too, because she okay. is the black sky. Right, but and I'm just saying like all right. We can accept it happened from the process. I just don't really see where it was different for her than for the rest of them. But it's fine. You know, maybe more went into it because this was the prophecy and she's supposed to be that. Fine, I'll accept it. My issue is the inconsistency of the superhuman strength. I do hear you know, that, yeah. You, you know, you want to try to argue, oh, she was holding back on that? No, she wasn't. There's moments in their fights where she wasn't holding back. I will say as far as her being the better fighter than Iron Fist, I mean... I was literally in episode eight going like, oh my God, how fucking stupid are you? It's just so obvious. The whole point here is she's just manipulating you into punching the fucking wall. Right. You know, like yeah. it was just, just like, like he's just so dumb. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but that's literally, I mean, that's not, that's not a problem in the script. That's literally intentional in the script. He is that green. He doesn't get it. So to explain it to the Geekscapists who may have felt that the, the plot and the villain's like goals was as muddy as I kind of felt they were. Once he punches through this wall, and and, and Iron, Iron Fist in the past put the wall up, and it's apparently somehow using his cheese in Iron a way we've Fists, never heard of before. Iron Fists of the past, yeah. put the wall up. Yes, and the chi is like you need another Iron Fist to unlock it. Exactly. So Iron Fist punches this wall. It breaks down. Keep in mind, I did fall asleep for like twenty minutes in like somewhere in episode six or seven. I don't think I missed much. I, like it was. Why, it, did, it, why didn't you back it up? It, no, because it really like flatlined somewhere there, and I know it was like an exposition, and it was probably that stuff where it was like an iron fist built the wall and an iron fist broke it down. It was right around the time that that stick, okay. stick was messing with Danny. Um, so th- they get to the other side of this wall, and the goal is, hey, there's the 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 remnants of this dragon. One of the you know, mm-hmm. there have been others, mm-hmm. and that there is this secret goo under New York. Secret of Views. Dionysium? The Dionysium. It, no, I thought it was what the Ninja Turtles drink. Um, and so it's, you know, or it's like from Ghostbusters too. It's right. something like if you're really angry, it starts to pop. <laughs> it makes the Central Liberty dance. Um, so there's this goo underneath, and that is the goal for the hand to get, because it'll allow them to be, quote unquote, immortal, at least until they finish drinking the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the plan. They never really go for the goo. I guess. I mean, know. they never really go for the goo. Like, they got in there. and Well, the argument then is, yeah, they busted through, but then the heroes came and they had a fight. And, That's you a 20-minute know, like, elevator ride. Yeah. Like, yeah. no one's actually trying to get that shit out of there. Yeah. You know? Hey, we got through the wall. Okay, now what? It didn't seem to matter anymore. It, it didn't seem to matter. Well, there was well, the ticking right. clock, even though so, there was supposedly so, so, a ticking so, so, clock, actually, ended. Like, you had to add the bomb for there well, to be a ticking clock. Even worse for me, let's talk about Electra. The fact that, you know, I felt it was very much a retread is, you know, from the get-go, she has amnesia. Matt wants to get through to her. You know, right away, he's not telling anyone because it's going to be the whole pull her back. And, you know, one thing I want to say to the Geekscape is for the most part, with a, with a few exceptions... There's just not much of an adaptation of any existing storylines. Right. You know, this is mostly, mostly very original. But, you know, the idea of saving Elektra's soul, well, the reality was, was that before Elektra died in the comics, there was really no talking to her. She had gone that way, mm-hmm. and it was during, in the process of resurrecting her, that Matt actually, you know, pushed the energy, and the whole idea was he cleansed her. And there's the classic debate about Daredevil 190 that... Was it meant? Was it symbolic? 
that her scaling the wall in that comic at that time, was it a symbolic representation that she's now gone on to heaven, or was she actually resurrected? Mm-hmm. And, and I believe Miller had intended it, Frank Miller had intended it to be symbolic. But Marvel, of course, embraced it as, no, it was actual because they brought the character back right. many, many, many years later. Right. Um, but it's Matt Cleanser, so she's come back. For a while, she was totally good. And now it's sort of like she's a bit of the anti-hero. She's someone that, that kills, but she's more or less... She's usually not portrayed as a straight-up mercenary anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so here, you know, we have this thing, okay, it's all about her memories, because you know, she did love Matt. She totally, and Daredevil went from, she, she'd had that journey in Daredevil season two. Right. And she decided to be with Matt. And now here we go, and it's, first she's remembering it. You think as she's remembering it, she's going to remember it, it's going to be Alexander's fine. But Alexander's been in her head. Alexander's yeah. been in her head. She's kind of rebirthed her and, and reintroduced her to but, the world. But, 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 and but, shaped but, her but, world. But, but the end result of that isn't a, really about Alexandra. It's literally about, hey, guess what? I, w- I wish there had been a little exposition where she said, you know, I've been dead and I ain't going to be dead again. Oh, oh where Electra that. says that. Yes. Yeah. I wish the moment was being dead sucked and was the worst horrible thing ever and it was nothing but black something. So, no, I have to side with these guys because I need to stay alive. Right. Okay? I was hoping for that moment. Instead, it became a very two-dimensional power mad Kill Alexandria. I'm the boss now. The you know, and I the want the power. And, and what is the power? Yeah. At the what end is of it about? Six, it's like. Yeah. Is it about more than immortality? I don't know. What do you want to be the boss of? Right. Suddenly, she's like this. You know, this stereotypical bad guy. You know, with a lust of power. You still I, liked this series, though. I did. I, I said going <laughs> in. I did. No, this is not. This is not X Men First Class. Okay. I'm, I'm just. I'm just pulling you back. But. But. No. But. Yeah. But, but I. I this is not new for me. I mean, this did is you not say a... what the fuck when she killed Alex? I did. Yeah, so did I. I was, I was, like, was like, like, I was like, okay, that was shocking and interesting. But, uh, but, but, but now only, what? They only wanted to pay Sigourney for six episodes. Yeah, it was like <laughs> Sigourney was 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 just killing it. Yes, you know, pardon that pun. She was, em- and, but she was embracing the, yes. the role. She wasn't like she, it seemed like Sigourney Weaver was having fun doing yeah. this, and she was embracing it. And it was like it's not like totally. It's not like getting some you know big Hollywood guest name to come in and. You know, you can sense that they might feel like they're slumming the material or something. Like, it was fun. So, Electric Kills Alexandria is an amazing, holy shit, what the fuck moment. Like, I was like, never saw that coming. You know? But then it becomes, all right, now it's like, so wait. I was already feeling that the whole plot turned way too much on Electra. Mm-hmm. As much as season two of Daredevil, you could argue, set up that she was so important... I still felt she was too important. Season one was all about Black Sky for a big section of it as well. Yes, they were always talking about it. So granted, the argument can be made that, well, they always said that, but what's the big deal? So she's right. super strong and she's a fighter? So what? Right. You, it, now, if you okay. told me that she was the key to opening the wall... Then it would have made a lot of sense. That would have made sense And they me. would have had to stop them. Right. And the that would have made sense. kidnapping of Danny, protecting Danny, tricking Danny, fucking Danny over... Right. ...would have been clear. Yeah, but, but, or, or if they had to both do it, but all she is is a badass fighter. Who gives a shit? Right. What, why did she matter? Then she kills Alexandra. Well, now I'm the boss. Oh, what... And, and, and I, I kind of enjoyed the, yeah, what all are you going to do? Well, guess what? You don't get to come back. Right. By the way, they only come back if someone brings them back. Right. So that, you know, literally, even the idea of before, oh, you know, your kills to come back, it's not like they just get to do it. Mm-hmm. Someone has to be there to bring them back. Right. 
Um, I think that's a great point that if Black Sky was the key to the, getting to the other side of the wall, then it would have made a lot more sense. It would have been much clearer, and you would have had this ticking clock. I, I actually felt from the, the wall b- before you know Alexandra was killed earlier in that episode. The whole thing was, well, the rest of the hand were turning on her. Because, and I'm literally saying, I'm like, yeah, I agree with them. What the hell are you doing? Right. None of this makes any sense. Why are we following you? Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And then, oh, look, I got the Iron Fist. Oh, okay, never mind. You know, it's like, well, all right. I mean, it's that simple. You only just figured that out. How come you didn't figure that out a couple of centuries ago? <laughs> yes. This is still a series that you liked. It is because it had, so, and, and yes, I, I know what you're doing. And I agree. I told you that I was disappointed. Um, it. What I liked was there's some great moments. The fight scenes were awesome. I texted and, you after the episode three ending. Yes. Where they all finally come together. And it's Matt awesome. Get, Matt gets Jessica's scarf and they go to rescue Danny upstairs. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and all the great comments, you know, about him, the scarf, and, you know, the, the whole thing about the secret identity, and Jessica knows. And somebody's and coming, and thing. Matt using his powers, and you yeah. see that, you know, and, and everybody being like, wait, how does this guy so attentive? Like, how does he know this? And right. they're all kind of figuring themselves out, not through, ex, you know, exposition. They're doing it through fighting, and that was the best way to explain yeah, those awesome. powers to each other. And even Electra showing up in the building like that, and that fight, like how all of it. she's coming down the hallway. Yeah, it's cool. it, it's, it's just, it, it was great. And then moving on to the Chinese restaurant, you know, that was great. And, and all that stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, the conversation, conversation was good. great. The argument, Matt finally deciding to reveal who he is. You know, I mean, all of that worked, really worked for me. Um, I really enjoyed a lot of the individual character stuff. Um, you know, we've already talked about, you know, I mean, Luke and Jessica coming together again. I was kind of waiting for a moment or some kind of comment from Jessica to, when she saw that Claire and Luke were together. Mm-hmm. You know, like that never happened. And there were a couple, like, there was that moment where Luke's on top and was like, oh, remember this? Yeah. And that was funny. It was sure. not. And it was a very Jessica thing to say and do. And, you know, even Luke showing up later at the end and talking to her and saying, oh, you have a friend. It was like, all right. Yeah, we can that's grab a nice. coffee They're exes. You know, but... You know, because you you know you were wondering were they going to do a love triangle thing there or not? You know, um, they just didn't go there at right. all. I mean, was it even acknowledged other than in the police station? Like, oh, Luke's with Claire now. Like, Jessica doesn't even comment on it. It's not even you know. So that was a little like, all right. I mean, interesting. You'd think she there would, would have something. something to say. I thought so. Um, but well, but for the most part, that was well done. Matt's stuff about whether he's doing it, that was a good little subplot for Foggy and Karen to deal with. Yeah, and it led you back know? to that, Matt, yeah. that, that lunch in episode one that Matt The reality is that in the early episodes, the other characters had stuff to do. At the end, they're just, you know, I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're all Mary Janes. Sure. Male or female. Um, episode two, Luke and Danny. Awesome. Okay. Loved it. Okay, so the situation... Love the fight, yeah. all that. So the situation is, and I, and I love that it came out of that, the, the Luke storyline yes. of having to help this kid, and then the kid runs afoul of, um, of Danny, you know, because he's yeah. breaking in with the exterminator hands who are trying to get and, rid and of And it's great that evidence. the brother of, of the girl, the informant, mm-hmm. all that from, from Luke Cage coming back in. So this is all working. It's yeah. all following stuff up. And then you have Luke versus Danny, and they kind of realize that the other one is more than just human, and it's awesome. And then they have this moment in, uh, in, in the in, dojo. In the dojo. I miss his dojo. And, and I even love how that happened. Claire, Colleen, you know, Colleen, all you Colleen's guys have dojo. to get together you know, and yeah. do that and talk this out. And then, and, you know, and then, they have the, then they clash again, and it's like, and it's, 
it's sort of it, 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 it's 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 for hire. It's right. Power Man, Iron Fist. It's sort of that that the classic fight that they have over but the, the conversation is great. Yeah, the conversation is right. It's the whole, you know. I mean, ultimately, what you really get is Danny's oblivious, but Luke gives him a different perspective on, on the world and life. Mm. And and I, I I really felt that that we really saw that. You know, we see Danny growing as a character, and that's why. I mean, it was. I mean, look, one of my things from the get go was why is Luke not going to be an Iron for season one? And it was fine that he wasn't because we got it here, but I was worried that we wouldn't get this, but we did. Right. We got the two of them together. We saw that. And even ultimately at the end, you know, the idea of that is still there. Yeah, being white and rich is your superpower. Like, it's like it's, it is one. Yeah. Even the idea of Danny going and trying to embrace that he's rich and maybe he can do something. Mm-hmm. While naive, it was, a, it, was, it was nice that he heard it. You right. know, it was nice that he was really trying to do something with that. Maybe don't do that against the hand. But, but the <laughs> right. idea that, and there have been times in the comics, you know, with Oracle and all that, where he, he does embrace that and do some things that way. Mm-hmm. So I like that. You're making me like this, this you know, it's funny, is, is you're making me like the series even better. Uh, no, because the first four part, episodes are really, really enjoyable. It, exactly. I mean, really, I, I think it, 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 I still really enjoy the last couple episodes. But once she kills Alexandria, a lot of things fall apart. Um, I feel like just from a visual side, you know, in a, in a, I just feel like once they all four got together, yeah, the last four episodes each kind of felt like they took place in one location each. Mm-hmm. Like I was like the, the 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 movement and the urgency that was in those first four episodes of these disparate storylines all kind of coming to a head. It seemed like the that kind of all started getting lost as the motivations of the villains and Stick started going back and forth. Stick cutting his hand off was badass. Yes. Uh, in that fight. But uh, it was interesting. Stick is as muddy of a character as he's been, and well, I didn't quite get it. Well, it was an interesting idea to recognize, oh, Danny's the key, and then to have that old conflict about them locking him up and Danny saying, what are you doing? No, I'm so important, which is so much about Danny's ego. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't sideline me. No, screw that, you know? And then the, even the idea of them fighting over that. Mm-hmm. And taking it to the next step, Luke really staying there, you know, and being there to protect him. Um, I, I mean, Stick was consistently a son of a bitch. Right. You know, which is what Matt says from the get-go. He cuts you know? heads off. I like the head getting cut off. No, it's awesome, but, yeah. like, he, he turns on a dime, you know, and, yeah. into what he thinks is the right way to go about things. You know, um, so um, I liked that. Listen, this this was something that that I you know we saw a hint of in Daredevil season two, and I like this idea of tying him into Kun Lun. I mean, you know, the comics had never tied the hand to Kun Lun, mm-hmm. so but I, I thought it was it was, a, it was a smart thing. It was an interesting yes. way way to do it, and it you know, gives the idea Kun Lun villains. Yeah. Yes, well, well it gives Kun Lun villains, but also creates this great tapestry. Right. You know, I mean, you know, you would think that. As students of Stick, both Electra and Matt should know more about Kunlun, mm-hmm. you know, but not necessarily. They were taught what they were taught, and that is what it is, you know. Right. So, um, you know, I mean, look, Scott Glenn, Stick, Stick was great. I love Scott Glenn. Um, love Scott it, Glenn. Killing him, that upset me, even though he yes. was a son of a bitch at that point. I made a joke that his name went from Stick to Stuck. Yeah, I like that, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but... He went out with Electra, yeah, which is how you'd want him to go out. It was less of a tragedy, like like she was his student, yeah. And for it to be a little bit more of a tragedy would have been nice, but 
My problem is that... But for a while, she just feels like she's possessed for it. You know yeah, what I mean? She feels look, like she's under my, thing. my problem is that she kills him and, you know, it doesn't affect Matt at all. Right. There's never a, oh, now she's irredeemable, now she killed Stick. It's like, eh, whatever. Right. It's not even acknowledged after that. Mm-hmm. It's like, it happened, we move on. You know, like, like you know, you would expect that, okay, maybe she's too far gone. Right. No, no, no. I love her. Yeah. I love and, her. We were kids. And, and even that, it's like, do you come away from this feeling Matt lost the love of his life or now he is Karen? Like, because that's the thing. Well, in the comics, about that final scene. Well, I'm saying, in the comics, you never had that conflict. Right. Matt wasn't with Karen whenever Electra was around. Yes. You know? So, so that's, that's, to me, that's an interesting aspect of it. When Electra popped back up, he was with Heather and that was a messed up relationship. Sure. So... I felt a little bit torn in that, you know? Um, there he is talking to, to Karen and how he feels and protect you and all this stuff. Oh, wait, I'm upset. I, I, need, to, I need to save Electra. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Um, and I do like how they took the secondary characters. They did just put them in a room where, like, hey, we're not going to use you yeah. guys too much. Here's a right. room where you guys can chill and have, stick you over here and have yeah. some coffee. We're going to go have the plot now. At, we'll at the back. same time, it's a realistic thing to it do. It totally made sense. Although, and I even like the line, like, well, you know, they're going to figure out about Matt. I mean, like, it, it's like, what's going on here? This is kind of obvious. Right. Oh, where did Laura go? I don't know, but Daredevil's here now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I mean, even, when, when Misty's talking to Daredevil, and now, I mean, at least with Batman in the comics, they do, he sticks to the shadows. Right. She's a cop. He's standing yep. there. His, the bottom part of his face is not covered. He's the exact same height and build of the lawyer. Right. Blind or not. Like, yep. it's kind of obvious, isn't it? He's not disguising his voice in any way. I love Daredevil. Um, I do too, but you see my point. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, so we get the... I, I had somewhere where I wanted to go, and uh, really, it all kind of comes down to that imagery of the, of the, the bomb is going down... Uh, Bakudo is taking but, off but, 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 can, I, can we say something about and, the bombs? Yeah. About I that. was getting whiplash with the whole idea of, oh my God, you guys are crazy, you're vigilantes, you bump the bombs. Oh wait, no, the bombs, no, it's good. Like, I, I, I honestly, by the end, I'm not even sure where I landed on. M- Misty, you're with, uh, oh, you can't do it, no, I'm on your side. You know, I can only stall them so long. I was like, And why couldn't I, they have just gone down there and killed them all? Why couldn't who have gone down? To <laughs> the defender just got on and like killed all the hand. Uh, it's a really good question because it was like, why did you guys have to blow up the building again? Why didn't you just go down there and kill well, them all? Well, well, I felt the idea there was that they had to close the hole. Sure, so that was what building, building sure. was for. Although, all right, they had charges. I mean, was there some demolitions expert there that could determine that they had the, the building- blueprints? I'm so, so that <laughs> all right, no, no, that, that's a good point. So they had the blueprints of the architects. So based on that. You know, they knew where to put the bombs so that it would just collapse. All right, I guess so. I mean, it seemed pretty, pretty reckless. But now you have the tick- ticking clock, and you know the Daredevil, it, amongst the fight scene, and I was very frustrated by that final fight scene. I thought the scope of the fight scene was very big. The choreography got washed out of it. And when they suddenly just kicked on some rap music, I yeah, I felt was, like... What the hell's going on there? I felt... Yeah, I felt that the wind kind of came out of the mm-hmm. fight scene. I was like, come on. Like, it just, the urgency of what they were doing gave way to it just loose entertainment. And I was like, no, guys, this, like, the stakes should be epic. 
And this isn't, you know, we're just waiting for to see which one of these guys takes out that one pillar we know is going to get taken out. Right. You know, we could see the beats before right. the bees. I, and I did enjoy the elevator thing with Jessica grabbing the elevator. Yes. Yes, Jessica grabbing the elevator yes. was big for her. And the, and, and the whole, she's holding it, and then they're talking like, oh, like, this is probably like, you know, like, maybe you want to come up, climb the damn thing? It's climb the damn thing and you help know? me out here. Uh, but you see where Matt's going and trying to rescue Electra, and... You know that and, bomb is going to go off. And, and I actually love, and Iron Fist says it, like, he had no intention of surviving. Absolutely. You know? Why? Because the city's more important to him. Right. And, he, and they need the sacrifice, so he's willing to sacrifice, he's willing to sacrifice right. himself for the city. Right. Um, that being said, I did like the imagery of the smoke surrounding them. This kind of, like, tragic shot of them being consumed by this building falling down. Right. Um... What were your thoughts on seeing that? I kind of wish that there wasn't that uh, born again bumper at the end of the event. Uh, of the no, no, I'm glad they did that. Um, okay. And I was thinking it the whole time. So let's talk well, about it. Well, so so first of all, because I do I, love that they come in and, and Foggy and Karen are sitting there waiting for Matt to walk in the door. It, it doesn't. He doesn't come. I yeah. love that moment. And, and, and actually, and even though I knew Matt was coming back, he had to. Of course, it's still season three me. had been ordered. Right, but right. I love that scene. Right, and that's just it. So so first of all. The building comes down. I already made reference to this before. I'm literally sitting there going like, all right, this is fully Snyder's Batman with Batman and the Joker. That's right. why I'm literally like, well, so I, I guess the substance down there's Dionysium. You know, for people listening, like a, a couple of years ago in Batman. Maybe just but, as, l- as little as two. Let, yeah, let, yeah. Plus, they two or three. Did, I mean, well, the, the new Batman number yes, is only in exactly. like the 14, 15, 16. Exactly. It was, and then they had the whole, so uh-huh. Batman seemingly died, and he really did die, but there was a substance, and he and Joker in there, and it basically resurrected him, and it cured him of every scar and everything he's ever had, yeah, but for yeah. a while he had amnesia, and then eventually he came back, of course. Um, and now they're tying this into the big DC event metal, but anyway, the point is, is that this is literally like, okay. Which I did read the first issue. I picked up the first issue. To make you happy with me again. I, I, to get back on your big good side. Yeah. We'll, now, we'll whether see. or not I enjoyed it is a different story. But I'm trying, Ian. I'm trying. Okay. All I right. still have faith that's in the big something. two. I'm trying. That's something. <laughs> hey, it's all a dream. Um, anyway. Um, so, for me at that point, there have already been so many things that they've pulled for Batman. I'm literally going like, really? Another yeah. thing? Um, but I'm sitting there, and it, it, it was quite a while. Like, there's a lot of epilogue. Yes. That was, happened pretty early was, in the episode. There, Jessica had her epilogue. No, it, it was a middle episode. Luke it was another, like, 25, yeah. 30 minutes and left. They were, and they were yeah. all epilogues yeah. and for each of the characters. And they were nice epilogues. No, and I'm glad they did that. Right. I mean, I, I think that, that this, this series needed that. And you know where the characters may be going at exactly. the beginning of their next season. No, that's exactly I'm my point. I'm glad I think, they're all I, getting seasons. Because Iron Fist has another season, right? Iron yeah, Fist, no, yeah, yeah, they've all been picked up. They've all been picked up. So yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm really liking these, but uh, the last time we saw Matt was he and Elektra embracing and being surrounded by and the smoke of a it. building. And that's just it. It's actually out. great that we don't know exactly what happened. But he's clearly been in a coma. It's, what, a week later? So we open up, and there's a hospital bed. Right. And, and a- literally the very second I see the shot, I knew. It's born again. It's born again. And you see, you see the, the nun. And she says, tell Sister Maggie he's awake. Tell Sister Maggie he's awake. And it's born again. And- so we know Karen's not going to take Matt's quote-unquote death very well. <laughs> because she, she might just get strung up on some heroin. <laughs> I, I, I don't think they're going to go full born again, but maybe. 
Because the plot of Born Again, go ahead and explain the plot well, wait, of Born before Again. Before I say because okay. there were the hints of that in season one that they did nothing with in season two. Yes, that Karen had lived a very troubled past. Right. And that Wilson and, was going and, to look and into it. And drugs drug. may have been involved. Not, not just Wilson, but uh, uh, he died. Um, yeah. Uh, investigator reporter. Oh, Ben Yurick? Ben Yurick. Yeah. That they knew that Karen had had this troubled past right. before coming in to work for Matt and Foggy. Right. Uh, and I love that. I love that they put that in there, that they did not have to show that on because screen. We were, because literally, we, we really feel in Daredevil Season 1 the signs that are going to build to Born Again. And now, all right, so, so for the listeners that don't know, um, a great deal of what's been adapted in both adaptations of Daredevil has been the seminal Frank Miller run, which was issue 168 to 190, and then he came back from 227 to 233. When he came back for issues 227 and 233, the storyline's called Born Again. And in it, basically what happens is Karen Page has been gone from his life a long time. She'd gone off to Hollywood to become an actress. She ended up getting strung out on heroin and becomes a complete mess and a porn actress and all this stuff. And just for a fix, the, all she has, the one thing she has, she gives up Matt Murdock's identity. Mm-hmm. And, and it, lives, it. it, and, and it travels all the way to the kingpin. Right. And what does he do with it? The first thing it does is he kills everybody that knows. Kills everybody who knows that he Matt wants Murdock it. is Daredevil. And then he starts dismantling Matt Murdock's life. And it's awesome. Okay, and it's awesome. And, and ultimately, you know, Matt Murdock gets hurt, whatever else, and he gets nursed back to health. And one of the big things that's been left over for years, we've always known that Matt Murdock was raised by his father, the mother was seemingly dead. You get introduced to a character who's nursing him back to health, Sister Maggie, and it's his, his long dead mother. Right. Who wasn't dead, she went into the combat. Right. Okay? So, so that last shot in Defenders is mad in that hospital bed. Yeah, and he's been in a coma. Someone saved him somehow. Maybe and who's Electra. nursing him back? Well, we don't know. Right. But whatever happened, which we'll find out in Daredevil Season 3. We're not, yeah. But Sister Maggie. And then of course, it, at least there's the hint, because of course we want it after, after Season 2, of more Kingpin. Right, because we have Matt in the hospital bed. We're ready to maybe get some born again going, and it seems like Matt. I mean, Karen and Foggy think that Matt's dead. Yeah, and Karen may not take it very well. She may fall back on but, some old but wait, habits. Wait, wait. He, the reason why I, I'm not jumping at that is because we're going to get Karen in two months in Punisher. Okay, I did not know that she was a part of the. She's Punisher. in Punisher. Okay. But now we have Wilson coming out of jail, probably, in season three of Daredevil. That, that's, I would think so. Well, well, awesome. well, let's remember, we saw a sign of this in season two, but there was a period in the comics where he's still running things from jail. Yes. So he doesn't necessarily, he doesn't necessarily have to get, have out. To get right. out. But He, he could do everything he's doing from jail. But somehow we're hoping, we're hoping, sorry Matt, we're hoping that Kingpin gets your identity and now it's party time and we get some... Uh, is season three how we introduce Bullseye? I certainly hope so. Yeah. We've what been about, hoping for it before. What about a character like Typhoid Mary? I don't, I don't think they'd do Typhoid Mary. But um, they would do it maybe in a, in, in a Daredevil season. I mean, Daredevil would be the character you'd introduce Typhoid Mary well, with, right? Ty- that, yeah, Typhoid Mary was a Daredevil character. I mean, she's appeared in other things later, but mm-hmm. very much so. I mean, really Typhoid Mary, besides the craziness and all that, if you think about it, she's it's a lot story. of a retread of the Electra storyline. Sure. Which, which, although, actually, those aspects of the Electra storyline and even the Bullseye storyline, they have not done here. Right. To wit, when Electra shows up, Bullseye had been working for Kingpin. Daredevil put him in jail. Electra's a freelancer who shows up in town, and she takes Bullseye's place as the Kingpin's chief assassin. Mm-hmm. You know, first, she, she, she actually takes Daredevil out. She actually traps him, and she, she lures him into a trap with, you know, with cement, 
and a um, and a, a, a bear trap. That's cool. And breaks his let. Yeah. So he's actually, and then Darvo is one of the most ridiculous things ever because it makes no <laughs> sense. But he's literally swinging around the rooftops with a cast on his oh, right leg. Yeah, I remember that. You know, and like yeah. it's like it was like what? Like, how could that possibly be true? <laughs> he's you no know? super healing. Yeah. He's no super healing. He's, he's in a cast. I know. Well, you I mean, know, but, that, but that's like, what he's doing for not a while. Spider Man super healing. It's, right. Right. So, but but then and ultimately. When Bullseye <laughs> finds out, and what's actually really great, do you remember who tells Bullseye that he's been replaced? Frank Castle. <laughs> and so Bullseye in one eighty one, Frank Castle tells him because he knows it's going to make him crazy. He's like, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, maybe you'll get yourself killed." Yeah. He's like, "I'm happy if you get yourself killed. It's great." Yeah. So you so, know, so what happens? Bullseye guns it for Electra, and is like. Nobody well, Bullseye like breaks out of jail, yeah. goes, and, and he kills Electra. <laughs> Which is the most famous piece of artwork, and I think it's but, a but, And series. the point is, because Kingpin had just sent um, Electra to kill Foggy, mm-hmm. and right before she does it, <laughs> Foggy recognizes her from college as Maddie's girl, right? and she can't do it. So she's emotionally torn. Yeah. It's the first time we've actually seen her emotionally torn, because she's already stabbed Ben Yurik. <laughs> you think she killed him, but he lived through it. You know, she has no problem. I, you love, know? The, I love the soap opera. Yeah, if it is. <laughs> so, so let's talk, okay, because we, we've covered Defenders, and you actually made me like the series uh, more, the, a little bit. There's a lot to it that's great. Yeah, I know. I, I just agree felt that the denouement was a little bit, as you said earlier, they could have explained the hand's motivations better. I felt like, the, I, I, my problem was this, I expected, like, this wasn't that their plan was going to get them like ruling the world. It was all it really amounted to is, oh hey, guess what? When we brought the Black Sky back, we are now out of the thing that kept us alive. There's no sense in them, you know, like what does that even mean? So why would like, they have to destroy New York other than to open the hole up for for like like for okay, the wall? so now 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 we'll get to get this stuff to do what we've been doing all this time. Like it doesn't feel like it's a giant plan that's going to have them ruling the world or anything right, like that right. or you know like I just felt like there should have been a little bit more to it. So now, and more to them. So what do we? I we, think they're done now. The hand. Yeah, yeah. maybe not. Uh, I mean, they're an international organization, but you know, I mean, well, you know, well, Madame Gao's not done. What's that? You know, Madame Gao's not done. I would think not because but, we got more Iron Fist coming. But I don't need Madame Gao in, in another season of Iron Fist. I know. Do you? I know. And, and they set up Steel Serpent. Right. They did. Set Although, up Steel but Serpent. even that is Steel Serpent's motivation now is hating Danny, but he's not evil. Right. So that was something that actually bothered me a bit. Um, so we have so when we so where do you think now let's just go series to series we've talked about where we think Daredevil is going to go right because that's loosely going to be some form of born again uh, Iron Fist still needs to get to back to Kunlun and I mean you know my hope is they adapt to the uh, they get to the other immortal cities yes you and know and do the tournament do yeah. a fucking tournament yes that's what you uh, does Doctor Fra- Str- Fractions has, does Doctor Strange know about Kunlun doesn't matter. We're not going to see it. I know, but how badass would it be? It would be awesome, but it won't happen. It would be awesome. The truth is that you really never get that much in the comics either. I know. It's not really you're relevant. Linked. I know. Yeah. But I mean, it, it certainly could be. You'd you'd almost hope it would be. How much do you want to see like a Charlie Cox scene in like in like the opening moments of Infinity War? It, 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 I know, I know. This is me can, just can being I, a let, fan. Let me say that actually watching Defenders really made me let that go because they've really pushed the, this is just the street level. It's not, it just doesn't matter okay. for Infinity okay. War. It's not what it is. I it's know. not where these characters belong. I'm being a fan. So, 
Here we have it. We have. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying they'd be great cameos, but they don't. He, they don't shows, up, he shows up in another Spider-Man movie. Now that they're all in jail, right? And now that they've got like the different Sinister Six in jail and this and that, you've got some. You got Wilson Fisk in there, right? <laughs> That'd be fucking incredible. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so now here we go. So so uh, you'd like to see the the Immortal Cities in Iron Fist? Yes. Luke Cage. What does that season two look you like? You know, that, that's the thing is, you know, for me. You know, in recent years, they've been doing Luke Cage solo books again, but there isn't a definitive Luke Cage solo, Luke Cage solo story you want. I want to see Luke Cage and Iron Fist together. Right. I want to see you know? for her. The same was true of Iron Fist until they did that, the, that Immortal City storyline, right. and I actually really like the most recent storyline, the, the current Iron Fist book that mm-hmm. you're probably not reading. No, what's happening in it? Um, they did this idea that, you know, well, Danny is cut off from Kunlun and all that, and uh-huh. suddenly, you know, he kind of, feels kind of lost. He's traveling around the world fighting. Just getting into random, you know, like, like tournaments and stuff. Sure. Not necessarily saying he's the artist because he's not able to summon the chi. And someone comes and finds him and says, "Hey, I can help you with it." And it turns out there's some island, and it's an offshoot of Kunlun of people that left it long ago. And there's these masters there, and he has to go through a whole tournament there. That's cool. You know, of fighting them, and each time he fights, beats one of them, he gets the chi, and it leads to a whole thing. So um, it was it was a good story. But be cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, both of their definitive runs have been together. Yeah, well, yeah. it's just cooler. They, they were together for a very long time. Honestly, the recent Power Man and Iron Fist book wasn't that good. Um, I didn't pick it up based on its artwork. artwork the artwork really was was that, and yeah, I mean, it. I will say this: um, it actually brought back a lot of very classic. I mean, like original. Luke Cage before Iron Fist was in the book characters. That's cool. You know, yeah. But mostly, I think for for lip service towards because of the Serious. characters in the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so but, you had like Diamondback. I mean, you had all those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. What um, about Jessica? Well, 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 well oh, Diamondback okay. actually. I keep telling you the, the Defenders comic that's out right now is great. The Bendis. You're not a Bendis. Bendis fan, but it's great. The last issue had such an awesome Iron Fist scene. I'm reading some Bendis books. I just it's a lot. He, I know. He's writing a lot of titles. Yeah. Um, so what do we have as far... So, so you know, for, a Luke, for another Luke season, you know, again, I mean, I, I'd rather see him come together. But, you know, they've set up enough that now he's going to be the hero. So, you know, I would think that, that they did not deal with Black Mariah, really. You know, he asked the question. She's been on the, on the low down. So I think that that's what Luke Cage season two looks like, of him dealing with her, of him accepting his role as a hero, probably getting to the hero for hire concept, which was very much in his first 49 issues before they did merge the books. Yeah. You know? Um, we, for Iron Fist, not just the Immortal Cities, we still have, you know, he needs to find Kalan, and he's still on the journey. He's still not the Iron Fist we, we need him to be. And, right. And that's not, as much as that might be a criticism of the show, it is intentional. You yep. know? They, they don't, they, they, have, they have, they have, he's still a neophyte Iron Fist. Jessica. Um, you know, with Jessica... We're gonna. I think we see her. Clearly, she's now going to embrace the PI thing. And the question is, what is the story of? Um, I don't know what what the season long story is. Depending on what they come up with for what she embraces, right. you know, the shame of the television show is being disjointed from the 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 movie universe. I mean, it, it's they all they are connected. But what was great about the Alias comic originally, and even the current Jessica Jones comic, is it's very deeply entrenched in the Marvel Universe and those characters. I mean, the very first Alias comic, Captain America's a client. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get tons and tons... Was Captain America of, the client or the woman who had been having an affair with 
took her, whatever. It was the it was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah but he um, was yeah he was definitely a subject in the yeah, investigation. Yeah. So uh, and then and then the recent one has been very involved Maria Hill and Shield and Carol Danvers that I have been reading. Oh, you're reading that one. I was reading that, and that's great. Yeah, um, I just uh, I'm I'm going to start digging for some feedback from Geekscape as I had reached out on Facebook to say that I'm sitting down with Ian to do this special. Okay. Um, first off, my friend Kevin Netsley just he texted me and said Jessica Jones is my least favorite series individually, but she's by far my favorite my favorite character in Defenders. <laughs> she, she added so much to it, and, 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 and her snark worked so well with all of them. Because they are all I mean, dude, overblown well, dudes. Th- 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 no, that comment, thing. when she looks at him in, in the outfit, which is such an awesome outfit, because I like the scarf better, was hysterical. Right. Um, okay, so here we go. Here are some questions from the Geekscapists. I put these up at the Geekscape Forever fan page on Facebook. Um, <laughs> somebody just said... Don't interrupt him. Let him finish. <laughs> That's like as far as me asking you questions. Um, why didn't Luke Cage... Can, 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 can I finish? Can I, I, can, can I finish? Uh, Peter Mustang wants to know, why didn't Luke Cage as the largest defender not simply eat all the other defenders? <laughs> <laughs> because he's not the ultimate Hulk. He's not the ultimate Hulk, and that happens. Um, okay, let me see if there's one on my line. There may not be many of these because I just posted it just before recording. Um, but I am looking Geekscapists uh, I have a question for you though Ian uh, mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll finish with that um, What's something that you wanted to do With the Defenders this season That's Sheldon Price's question what, did you, what is something that you wanted in this Defender season But couldn't for whatever reason get Well that's just it I, I think I'm disappointed cause I just expected it to be bigger I mean yes there are big stakes Because okay they're in there And seem, we're supposed to believe that New York's being threatened. But I, I'm not really sure how New York was threatened. They talked about how, you know, Chernobyl and you know, these other cities they destroyed, but yeah, there was the earthquakes, but at the end, they get through the wall, there's no earthquakes anymore. Right. I don't know what the threat was. Yeah, no, it felt like something that they did not need to unlock. They were building the stakes, that, and ultimately I didn't really feel like there were any big stakes. Yeah, no, it didn't feel like somebody had to unleash a semi-earthquake to, get, to unlock that wall. And I would have understood that, and, and but they would have made it public. And destroying the building, like I, I didn't really get why. You know, all right, now they have it. So what? They're gonna they get to have a, 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 maybe an endless source of the element that allows them to resurrect. But other than that, what did they get? It wasn't like, and, and this is a problem. You mentioned Doctor Strange. Conlon is mystical. If there was some mystical power source thing, and now they're gonna have ultimate power, that okay, I would have gotten that. But they don't quite go there. Right. You know, that's sort of my issue when I come back to about, about the Black Sky and she being you know, super powerful from it. I was like, there, there's a little of that, but maybe not enough of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you, you don't have that sense of this ultimate power thing. It's like, yeah. I almost want to call out, you know, the end of Suicide Squad. You know? <laughs> it's like, all right, at least that, all right, you saw what the stakes were. Right. Okay, so here, here's my question for you. We've got other characters that are street-level characters in the Marvel Universe. It, will there be a Defender season two? We know that, are, that all the other characters have their seasons. We know that we're going to see. I think the rest yes, of them. and I, I think they think they bring Punisher into it. You bring, you think okay, so that's what I want to ask. You, so you think the Punisher becomes a Defender? Who else becomes well, a Defender? Well, 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 all right. By the way, so you're not reading this, but there's a new Defenders comic because mm-hmm. you know Bendis is writing Jessica Jones comic. There's a Luke Cage comic, Iron Fist. Daredevil's out there. He's brought them all together. Punisher's it's sort of you know tying in somewhat with the show and the latest issue. They brought Punisher in. 
Yeah. So I And it was awesome. So we got this Punisher series coming out. Right. And we know that's happening, we, so and that works. We and, know it's releasing and you think soon. about the conflict between Matt and him and I mean Love I, 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 I there's so much you know I could see Jessica being like, "Yeah, why not kill the fuckers?" You know, like I mean, I think that that, that, that there's a lot of promise so in that. So, season two of Defenders. Let's just pretend there's a season two of Defenders. Well, well, what we now see at the end of this, they actually all know each other and care about each other. Luke saying, "Yeah, friend." Co-exist. Luke and Iron Fist, you know, get along. You know, they think they lost Matt. Matt will come back. I mean, it's just so, a question of building the threat. So let's let's talk about the character. So, is Hellcat a defender? Well, we don't two. have a Hellcat yet. I know, I know, but I love her. She's so uh, me awesome. too. You know, is Trish. Me, you know, yeah. Trish is awesome. You know. Is Misty a defender? I think that we're going to get a version of Doors of the Dragon and Iron Fist season two. I think she's going to get the arm. And you think Iron I, Fist season two and not maybe Luke Cage? I think I think we get that in Iron Fist season. Okay. Two. I think they've now effectively moved her over. Okay. I, I think that she's now not a cop anymore. Sure. She's done with that. We don't know how long it's going to take. Um, whether she has a cameo or you know any role in Luke Cage season two or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really clear on you know the production schedule for the two and what's going to come first. Sure. Even though Luke Cage season one was first. Sure. I mean J- Jessica, they've already been shooting. They've shot it. So yeah. So um, in Punisher, they, they're they're finishing now. Punisher, no, they're they're done with Punisher. They, they, that, they, they that's going to be they, absent. They, ca- they just cast somebody. They just announced a casting today. I didn't, I didn't read who it was, but for Punisher. I They've been shooting Punisher for, I know. for like a year. I know. One of my buddies, is, Ken, is writing on it. Yeah. Wrote on it. Um, but Defenders, okay, so you're thinking Punisher, maybe the Daughters of the Dragon are part of the Defenders? The thing is, they haven't they even announced it, so Defenders Season 2 is probably a solid two years away. I know, but it's I'm not talking like, year. as a Marvel fan, is this a place where they can introduce Moon Knight? Of course it is. Is this a place where they can introduce... Well, look, they, they can introduce Moon Knight anywhere. I mean, you know... They, they can do his own series. There's talk of them doing his own series, but I like what they did where they put um, Luke Cage and Jessica. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's a smart... And, and even, you know, Punisher and Daredevil. So if we have... I think that's the smart way to do it. So season two of Iron Fist, can we get Shang-Chi? Well, we, we, we were, I was hoping for that in season one. I expected yeah, of it. Course, you know? Of course. You know? So, we, sure, we can. I would love it. I and mean, would I he, want be, that. he could become a defender. Absolutely. What about the Daywalker? You think, you think they'd go there? You think they'd add Blade and vampires to. You've already got zombies, they, they, zombie they, they, ninjas. They, they certainly can. Like Nobu is a zombie ninja. They already have ninjas that are coming back to life. They've already got where, where, where these do you, aspects Where, where to do you it. think you put them? I think I think if you bring Blade in, I think you do it with Luke Cage. Because the black exploitation angle, yeah, or what? That's exactly why. <laughs> so so that'd be insane. Somebody tries to bite Luke and realizes his teeth get busted, <laughs> and Luke's like, "Holy shit!" There's an entire aspect or, or, of this underground. Or, I don't or, know about. Or do they? Is it like the Superman thing that it's magic, so that can so, break through? Right. So. Um, I, first off, with both Moon Knight, I, I, I do think that introducing Shang-Chi and, in Iron Fist, it just feels organic. Um, There's interesting ways to, to introduce Moon Knight in both Daredevil and Iron Fist, I think. And, well, yes, considering he's, he's wealthy as well, you can have him introduce an Iron Fist as... Depends on which right. version, but probably, you know. Right, but, you and... Know, you and the mercenary stuff, I mean, there's a lot of different ways with Daredevil, he, he does kind of run both sides of the law a little mm-hmm. bit, and he's a little crazy. Um could also be a subject for an investigation for Jessica. Sure. Um, Blade in Mo- so Blade Blade can be his own series first off. 
and do his own thing. Absolutely. Well, right. I mean, yeah, if for no other reason than because of the movies, Blade is a known property. Totally so, a known yeah. property. Yeah. Okay, so who else could potentially be a defender? I've said a couple. Blade, Moon yeah. Knight, James I mean, I mean, look, you know, uh, there, there's ideas I have that, that are not nece- maybe not necessary. Or, you know, it depends what, what version you go with. Right. You know, this version of Defender has really been that Marvel's Edge, you know, yeah. team that they did back in the 90s. Right. You know, versus the classic Defenders. How crazy would and, a team be that was Moon Knight, Blade, Shang-Chi, and Punisher, and that's the team? It's awesome. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Which was the Defenders. I mean, I always thought the Defenders was a crazy team because it's well, like Silver Surfer, Hulk, and Wolverine, they, and shit. I was like, what the f- uh, Ghost Rider? No, 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 no. I know. They the were Defenders adding Wolverine. The Defenders was a non-team. It was originally, it's Doctor Hulk, Strange, Hulk, and Namor, Namor and, then, and, and then Surfer and came Surfer, in also. yeah. You know, and then, and that was the original core. Right. And then and, you started having like Valkyrie on there. And well, like, so they brought Valkyrie and Hellcat shit. and Nighthawk in right. as the mainstays. Right. Stock of Strange was, was mostly a mainstay for most of the series, as was Hulk. Namor was around very rarely. Surfer came in every right. now and then. You know who I'm having on the... Because the original idea was that there was a curse, and the originals couldn't be together. Oh, the original Avengers. The original Defenders. Defenders. Oh, oh, from the World War II era. No, no, no. The Defenders of... That's the, the Invaders. Yes, yes. But no, the Namor, Hulk, Doctor Strange configuration, there was a whole thing. Okay. But, but anyway... But no, what was cool about the Defenders to me was that, so pretty much every issue, whatever, some other hero would work with them, and literally, you showed up, you in it, you're a Defender. Gargoyle. Yeah. Well, Gargoyle, Gar- Gar- yeah, yeah. yeah, he was in the later years, um, you know, you knew, was a, was you a member of the He's kind of getting his shout outs. Speaking of former Defenders, he's getting shout outs now in comics, in the writer of which I'm going to have on Geekscape soon, that Nighthawk. He's getting shout-outs in, in, well, in, well, in, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, well, here's the thing, is, you know, when Trzinski redid um, Squadron Supreme with Supreme Power, mm-hmm. he did a new take of Nighthawk. Right. You know, it was an African-American Nighthawk and all that, which actually ended up with his own series recently, and they killed him recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's very much about an analog, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and we already have one in Daredevil. Right. I really don't see them bothering to do another. Um, so, final thoughts, Ian. And, and mind you, and even well, Moon Knight, in many ways, is another oh, Batman I think Moon Knight is very, you know? like, Moon Knight is Batman, and Batman was even fucking crazier than Batman already yeah. is. Yeah. Multiple personalities and all of it. <laughs> right. So, okay, where do you leave Defenders in the rankings of the Netflix Marvel series? We know that Daredevil Season 1 and 2 are kind of my 1 and 2s. Yes. We know that Luke I Cage sometimes is my flip three. them, but yes. Um, yeah, and then you know Jessica, Jessica and Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Well, now, um, where do you fit Defenders in there? You know, I don't really like doing rankings generally. I'm doing but, it for the simpletons. It, it, it's. I'm trying to decide if all the good in the early episodes makes fun of you know some of some of my bad my issues right. later. Right. Um, I really like Luke, but there's a lull and a little bit of a. Um, you know, there's that lull in the middle that most of them have because of their length. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost like Luke's two different shows, which, which really happens with, with many of them. Yes. Um, I, you know, just there's so much fun in all of them together and all that that I still think I might put it ahead of Luke. Cool. But um, So it could be your third favorite. Yeah, yeah. Again, a lot of my issues with it is, for me, I had such high expectations. Right. It's still very good, and I really do love... I love how the characters interact. 
you know, um, and that felt very real. And honestly, in many ways, that, and that's why I love this new, you know, the, the new comic series. I'm telling you, is like you may have Bendis issues, but the dialogue's great, and that's what I saw on the show. I literally had moments where I felt like, oh, this is in in the most positive way. Because I'm about to say is not necessarily a positive for you, but I felt it was very Bendis-like. Of their interactions, right? You know, um, but but again, in, in a positive way. Yeah, no. When he's exploring ideas and doing some really cool concept stuff, I think he's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And them playing—I mean, all the stuff in the Chinese restaurant, them playing mm-hmm. off each other and how they interact is just great. Right. Um, dude, thanks for coming on. Sure. Uh, again, Geekscapus. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm working on the Geekscape podcasting stuff. I, I realized that I looked up and I'm responsible now for a Geekscape network, which has been great. We have five shows now, including this one. Uh, and I just spent those days at the podcast movement in Anaheim. It's been really cool. I'm trying to uh, figure out ways to keep the Geekscape uh, podcast network and podcast fresh for you guys and keep you guys excited and keep it growing. Like, Find out new ideas. If you guys have any ideas for it, go ahead and email me, jonathangeekscape.net. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, search for Geekscape, you'll find us. Um, also on Facebook, we now have the Facebook page, we have the Facebook group. And send me an email, jonathan.geekscape.net, any of those recommendations that you have, any thoughts. Um, it really does help when you share the show with your friends. If you guys like these uh, breakdowns with Ian, these are probably the most shareable episodes that we do. So the episodes where we're back in the studio... It really does depend on the guest, and we've, we've had some great guests. We're going to get some amazing guests, too. Um, but these with Ian are the ones that are topical. These are the ones that are about the shows that we, we're talking about uh, that, are, that are out. So, like, if you have friends who are into the Defenders, and they kind of half got it, they have some mixed thoughts about it, throw them Ian and see, see, hey, see what they think. Hey, like, I would do more of these, but you don't watch anything else. <laughs> I know I gotta. Uh, I've got to make stuff too. I'm very excited. My uh, I I love what I'm writing right now. I do enjoy the filmmaking stuff right now. Even though Geekscape is, you are not privy to any of it. But I'm very excited right now. I'm I'm loving the career stuff. Announcements to come. Amount announcements to come, and we will see you guys at uh, Stanley's LA Comic Con and uh, Halloween weekend. We'll have the Geekscape booth. Ian will come by. Sure. And uh, and we'll have fun there. So we would love to see you. Um, this has been the Geekscape Defender Special with Ian Kerner. I gotta add that because for me it's a big part of it, and you've definitely made a lot of this more clear and, and helped me uh, kind of fit how I feel about the show. Um, dude, thanks. Sure. They can reach Always. out to you on Twitter. They can. And um, and all that. So love you guys again. Any comments? Jonathan at Geekscape.net. Share the show with your friends. Get them to subscribe. It really helps us out a lot. We love you guys. We're here for you. And enjoy the Geekscape episode this week. We're back in the, uh, in the studio. Love you.